Hey listeners, it's Curtis. Welcome to this edition of Leadership Trait Talk. Mike and I are going to be discussing unconscious bias in this edition. Before we jump into that, though, we wanted to offer perhaps a bit of a disclaimer. Yes, what you may hear today in this podcast may be a bit uncomfortable. And frankly, it was a bit uncomfortable for Mike and I to discuss it. We've learned that the best leaders lean into the discomfort. And so what we'd like to do is offer a couple of suggestions as you as you listen to this podcast. If you feel yourself tweaked in any way, what we want encourage you to do is just stay with us, right? Know that it's potentially a topic that has some deep-rooted emotional responses. And so we, we would ask and request that you just go to a place of curiosity. If that happens, go to a place of curiosity. Be introspective about what may, the source of that, what may be going on there inside you. And just use this as a signal that <clears throat> perhaps this topic is a topic that we, that we need to talk about, that we do need to have more frank discussion over. And hang with us. Mike and I, again, we share some part of our journey that it has has created some significant discomfort in us and it likely will signal that in you as we go into this topic so thanks again for joining us and we hope you enjoy this edition of leadership trait talk where we're discussing unconscious bias thanks again hey mike 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 what time is it, Mike? It's it's time to talk, Curtis. It's leadership trait talk time. Talk straight about leadership traits. Talking straight about leadership traits. That's right. Welcome back to Leadership Trait Talk. This is Curtis Jetzel, and I'm here with... Mike Self. Where we're talking straight about leadership traits. That's right. Mike, have you got a secret reveal you're going to yeah, throw, got a, throw on us today? We've got a topic uh, request here. Uh, oh, okay. From a, a valued listener. All right. Uh, on unconscious bias. On what? Unconscious bias. What is it? Curtis, you're getting old. You can't hear me now. <laughs> no. It's un- <laughs> unconscious. Wait a minute. That's Are you gonna, trying to bring something bias. to conscious? Is it my consciousness here, Mike? <laughs> so we all deal with this. Absolutely. All the time. No and we one, don't know. No one. We're unconscious about it. No one. Uh, can do can go through life without unconscious bias. If you're human, you you have it. Yeah. So it's your built-in filters. Right. So give me an example of a time, Curtis, when you've had a blind spot on a bias that really just shook you. Oh man, Mike, I went through some training about five years ago mm-hmm. on uh, it was, and it was actually called the White Man's Caucus. Mm-hmm. And it was presented by uh, an organization called White Men as Full Diversity Partners. Mm-hmm. And that training was one of the most difficult weeks of my life. And the reason why is because it revealed to me some unconscious bias that I had. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you, maybe one of the, one of the biggest revelations that I had during that training was that as a white male, whenever I I was okay with 
anyone of color or female or minority as long as they acted like white males. <laughs> and, and when, and no kidding. So, so for me, it, I, had this, I had this realization that, wow, if, if someone that was different than me was acting like me or attempting to act like me, you were connecting. I, I was connecting it and I was okay with that. But the minute they started being authentic or, or behaving in a way that wasn't consistent with my filters as a white male, mm-hmm. that I had a problem with that. Made you uncomfortable. Made, it, it did. And, and I was not conscious of that until I'd gone through that training. Mm-hmm. So probably one of the biggest things that that did for me was make me aware of that. And now when I, I'm all, I, so this is in my back, in my, running now the script in my brain to try to take and ensure that I'm not, I don't have anything unconscious going on that. Yes, I know I'm, I I have that bias and how is that bias impacting what I may be thinking or feeling or responding or acting towards, uh, towards other people. Right. What about you? Anytime you had a, I, I have so many biases. (laughs) No, uh, (laughs) <clears throat> no, it's I. I'll tell you that uh, I had an employee. It uh, will actually uh, a female employee mm-hmm. had the courage to come talk to me about how I was um, addressing her versus other staff members. Nice, and it it threw me back. Right, and you know I, I had to. Well, the first thing I wanted to do was defend myself. Right. Oh, no, you're wrong. Yeah. I, you know, I, I have two daughters. I treat oh, yeah. them great, you know. Right. And what I what I realized is there was a a nature to the staff meetings that we were having, mm-hmm. uh, to the conversations, to uh, assignments that right. I was definitely showing bias versus... And treating her different. And the reason was is I was, you know without asking okay so this Mm -hmm. is my this is how the bias was coming out but you know i was thinking well we we can't send her because you know she's got her family right you know you were making that assumption right and (laughs) and thank goodness she came forward and had the courage to say something you know why she came forward because a individual close to us had presented the book lean in ah yes cheryl sandberg lean in yes yeah she said hey i i i want to I don't want this to continue. So I read the book uh-huh. and it did open my eyes. And then I've been part of that training that you're talking right. about too, which is very eye opening. And, um, you really don't know anybody, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. And, and their backgrounds and what they've been up against right. and, and how they see the world. And so, uh, I have to check myself all the time. Yeah. Right. I do. I, I, um, and I think that goes back to, you know, we talked before about mindfulness. Right. You know, being mindful of the fact that you do have biases mm-hmm. and how are you presenting yourself right now? And right. are you paying attention to the whole room? Or are you being drawn in by a person? Right. And, Who looks like you. Right. right. Or have I just heard one part of the story and not, you know, collected more data? Right. right. Um, so I have always got to be testing myself yeah. with, with information like that. And then... That's your, a great strategy. And to your point in that training, um, you know, it's it's very eye-opening what others are again, up against just mm-hmm. based on their race. Right. Or just based on their sex. Right. Whereas, you know, as a... Never occurred s- to us. Exactly. Right. As a six-foot-four 
white male right. walk around this world. I kind of I'm assumed everyone's yes, world was right. like yours, it's right? Not, it's totally different. Yeah, right. And there's some privilege associated. Absolutely. With so, you know, the interesting. So, Mike, you just said something that I find so many white males mm-hmm. are are challenged with, and that's the word privilege. For some reason, that is a trigger. For so many people, I, I even heard it on the radio recently, a, a prominent talk show host who said, who just went off on white privilege. There's no, I worked hard for everything I got. There's no such thing as white. I mean, just going on and on. And I thought, why is that such a trigger, right? Why do, because it's a bias. <laughs> why do we as white males have such a problem with being open to the possibility that we could have had special privilege or treatment or opportunity that someone who's not white male yeah, different than that had. Yeah. Right. I, I, and I think that, so the key to me on, on this whole thing of unconscious biases, have an open mind, yeah. right? Look at life as a journey as learning and primarily about ourselves, number one. Right. Right. And then how do we help others? I've heard so many instances of people that, um, had a bias towards some group or religion Mm-hmm. And there's been evidence after evidence after evidence after evidence that when you bring those people together right. and they discuss their, you know, and right. not in a fight, but right. let me tell you about In myself. a way of learning. Let me learn about you. Right. How all that bias just melts away. Right. And I think we have to remember that. Uh, until we connect with the person or the individual, we don't know their story. Right. We don't know what they're up against. And, you know, who knows? You know, they could have, you know, their father could have passed away the night before. Yeah. Just because a certain behavior is occurring, I get mad. No, I, again, that's my bias. I want people to be, behave a certain way around me. Right. And so you have to be very conscientious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, after we went through the training, Mike, uh, I became aware of, I've been in a number of meetings where a leader will go around for opinion and they'll, they'll go around the table and they'll ask the people in the room for their opinions. And, and the, on more than one occasion, a female will offer a suggestion or opinion and have it be accepted or, or okay. And then go around to a male later and e- offer a very similar opinion or an idea. And all of a sudden, it's the greatest thing that ever happened, <laughs> right? I saw that occur one time in very very prominently that I can remember and I just saw the disappointment on the female's face when she when she realized that that was the idea that she had that she had presented just moments before but now that this white male was presenting the idea all of a sudden oh my gosh this is the best thing that's ever come along right, right. and and so after the meeting I I pulled the leader aside and I said would you be open to some feedback on in that meeting and shared with him what had occurred and he was mortified. He had no idea that he had done that. Yes. Unconscious bias. Right. And, and making that conscious to him, he ultimately went back. He apologized profusely to, to her and said, I want to give you credit for this idea. And, and just, it was so, it was so strange for me to sit back and observe this. And, and then I became horrified thinking how many times that I'd done that. Right. Oh yeah. And I, so just, having an awareness that we have those unconscious biases and then to your point, constantly checking ourselves, having colleagues that will help us check ourselves, mm-hmm. right. And make sure we're asking, going to curiosity. And then being, you know, from a leadership perspective, being conscious right. that there is unconscious bias, right. but looking for opportunities, you know, I've been in meetings where, uh, the, the women 
have fat <laughs> against the wall yes, versus right. the men around the table. And it's like, no, let's right. bring let's let's bring those folks. Right. I've got an unconscious bias that your phone's ringing. I don't know if it's my phone. <laughs> All right. Good conversation, Mike. Right. That's a good way to end our, our, uh, dialogue on unconscious bias. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. We hope you enjoyed this edition of leadership trait talk where Mike and I discussed unconscious bias. Mike and I feel really strongly that this is a conversation that needs to be continued after this. So we encourage you to, to do that even as uncomfortable as it may be. We've learned to use the discomfort as a signal that we need to have the courage, be vulnerable, and move toward that discomfort. A couple of pointers as we close out this session. Don't forget about curiosity. Curiosity is truly a remarkable place when it comes to uncurious, unconscious bias. Stay curious. Question your feeling. Question your thoughts. Suspend judgment and, and have compassion. So, Practice self-compassion. Don't, don't be judgmental on what you're feeling or thinking. Just be just super curious about that. There are a lot of great resources out there that, uh, that you can look at and for additional learning and exploration. One that I'll mention is a book called Michael, by Michael Welp called Four Days to Change. It describes the process that actually Mike and I went through as part of our journey to discovering some of our unconscious bias and and it's just a great read and would suggest it as something that you might consider looking into we'll close out this edition with a quote by carl Jung. i love this quote carl says until you make the unconscious conscious it will direct your life and you will call it fate best to you in your leadership journey and we'll talk to you soon thanks for listening